hot in here. <laughs> I just said that. And you told me I was a fat fuck and it's not uh, hot and I should just lose weight. I was hoping you were going to repeat what actually you said, not what you you're are a, making me sound like I dick. said. Oh, speaking of things that Justin said, yes. next week we have a special surprise guest courtesy of Justin. It's going to be amazing. I'm not. I'm I not can't wait. I don't have to do anything you I'm say. I'm so excited. Nope. I didn't say this. You said it. I didn't say that. I don't know why you're such a liar, bro. Mm-hmm. So, yes. how was your weekend? Oh, well, whatever. The uh, game two, the Astros just won game two, so that's awesome. They won one in New York, and uh, that's game three though. You said game two. I thought you were gonna talk oh, about game two. They won game three. I was at game two in Houston. He was at game two. It went eleven fucking innings. It lasted four hours and forty nine minutes. I called in Monday. <laughs> His boss knew he was calling in one day. Hey, did he put me on speakerphone in the meeting? No, no, no. No. No, no, no. We couldn't hear you. We could uh, just hear his responses to you. Oh, uh, okay. So but, but he was repeating the ridiculous shit you were saying. Of course he was. A bad nacho, huh? <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, why is he giving details? He's saying he's sick and he's not coming in. They're literally not even supposed to ask you why. So don't I, offer it up. I don't. <laughs> It's not like it's the police. Fuck. Yes, it is. It's just Randy. <laughs> <laughs> to me, Randy's the police. But I'm not related to him. Anyway, yeah, I don't have to go. We had this one lady, and the only thing, it was awesome. I was bad-mouthing Carlos Correa right before he hit the, the walk-off homer. But, God, we had this lady in front of us that she just wanted to high-five on every fucking thing and tell a story. Obsessive high-five guy or gal is insufferable. And then... And then she told us that she called us Michael Brantley pumpkin butt. And so she's screaming pumpkin butt the whole time. She was looking at his nice black booty. Christian, I didn't even know men men had butts till a woman pointed it out to me in college. I mean, dudes have... I, I have one. Yeah, I know. You've pointed yours out to me it's at a, work. <laughs> it's a thing. I had no idea. Women are... Here's what I don't get. Women are super attractive to nice butts. But they don't ever do anything to those butts. So I don't get it. They don't... Uh, yeah... I mean, I might slap it in passing. That is kind of weird. I guess you know sometimes in the in the midst of coitus, they might just grab it and pull you in. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Ha- that didn't happen a lot to me, but your a butt, lot of women that I was with were you're attracted. Upset that you know, your butt doesn't get grabbed enough. That's what it sounds like. No, <laughs> I'm just I'm like, why are women with me for my butt? But they don't actually do anything to it. That, let me stop. I don't want them to do anything to it. It's just weird to me that that can bring them in, but then they do nothing with it. But you, you've been standing somewhere, and you know, you're smoking a cigarette or whatever. A girl comes by and grabs your butt. That that is correct. Is that not a wonderful feeling? It always happened when I had a girlfriend. So what <laughs> what it made me think was she didn't really like my butt. Women are just inherently evil, and she wanted to start trolls. Ah, well, that's where your mind would go. It would. I was just like, ah, oh, man, my butt just got grabbed. And I'm there for a little bit. When was the last time your butt got grabbed and the girl didn't miss? <laughs> Whoosh. Yeah, I've been doing lunges. Fuck your face. God damn it. I let you fuck my face, but I wouldn't have any butt to grab, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, am enough. I too loud? It looks like I'm too loud, bro. You are always too loud. Well, then why are my levels not appropriately adjusted? Because... <sighs> They don't have one of those, man. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. 
We're doing the show now. But, uh, we're stopping the nonsense. We're doing the show. Are you sure? Because I had a nonsense story to tell. Hold on to it and wait till after the show starts. Alright. Alright. Uh, this is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing. The only power animal you'll find here is a bottle of sour mash. <laughs> I was waiting for your cue. No. If you want to follow along at home, take a drink with you. Here's say, hey. hey. Please play responsibly as we are not accountable for legal issues or failed relationships. I'm Justin and this is Christian. Hey, hey Christian. You can follow the show on Twitter, underscore drink freely. You can follow Christian at underscore we drunk or myself at 10 beers with a no, not a zero. Today's show is being brought to you by now introducing demotivational posters. That's right. Is your office a little too chipper? Are you tired of coming in every morning, drinking your coffee, trying to bring meaning and soul back into your life, only to have that one asshole who's always a chipper bastard? Come in and suck the life out of you. Well, then we may have the solution for you, introducing demotivational posters. Simply hang one up, and within no time, your chipper buddy will be feeling alone and sad in this big, bad world, allowing you the comfort and quiet of a morning alone. Just take a couple of our hottest sellers. There's always something you can do to improve yourself. So what's the point? Or our newest one, it's easy to be happy when you aren't the guy running around with the circular saw. So let that sink in. Don't know what circular saw That's part saws. of the poster. Be happy. Demotivational posters. Made by Blammo. 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 <laughs> what was your funny idea? It wasn't funny. Oh, depressing idea. I've got idea. all kinds of shit. So check it out. Your your random anecdote. Check it out. I'm on my way to work. I have to divert from my regular route because it's a fucking slow moving train. Ah, so anyway, we both had to do this. I'm kidding. <laughs> and we were gonna be late if we I'm, waited for that fucking train. Yeah. So I diverted my route. You know, I'm I'm about a mile mile and a half from my workplace, and all of a sudden, some asshole <laughs> is trying to fillet. My car's butthole. That's how close he is to me. I have no idea why. It's almost as if he thought his proximity to me would make me be able to phase through the car in front of me and get to work earlier. That's not how physics work. I don't know what his problem is. I thought I was a safe vicinity behind you. Oh, oh he, he just outed himself as the asshole. Um, I've been meaning to tell you this for a long time. You drive behind most cars too close. Yes, I know. But, but, but I mean... They, I tap my brakes at you. I never I do that. I know you fucking brake check. I don't. You I don't do that to people. You were that obnoxiously close. <laughs> I had to make sure we both got to work on time. Yeah, your proximity to my car doesn't make it phase through cars in front of me driving slow. You already said that. I was listening. I I had to say it again since you just came with this ridiculous reasoning. Ah. So now that that's been said, <laughs> what is your reasoning for filleting my car's butthole? Like I said. I thought I was the safest city behind. It wasn't like, oh, I'm riding Chris. I, it probably, I, I it, tapped my brakes at you three times. I know. <laughs> but at that point, I'm like, I'm just going to stay here because fuck Christian. Right? Like, that's ladies, what friends do. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> next time, I will not be tapping my brakes. No, just drive. I will be slamming them because your car is paid off and I hate my car. Christian, meanwhile, is on the phone the whole time, not even paying attention to where he's going or what he's doing. Then how did I know how fucking close you were to me? And... This is all it takes. That's a quick glance up, bro. And... How close were you to me to see inside of my car to see my head position and my hand? I don't have to see your hand. 
I know what you're doing. In so your he's car. making shit up. No, no, no. He's making shit up. These right. are 99% um, correct assumptions. <laughs> assumptions. There's no time you're not on your phone. If I was car. reading a fucking book, would I be able to phase through that car in front of me? <laughs> the answer is no. It depends on what book and what you're learning in that book. Because if you learn phase shifting, you can go through that car. I'm going to phase shift my balls into Justin's fucking ass. Guys, don't forget our emails, alcoholicspc at gmail.com. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere you find your uh, podcast. Tell your friends. Like and share. And we're going to learn to phase shift in the next 12 to 15,000 episodes. Gonna face shift my dick into Justin's throat. Anyway. Speaking of, just to add on to this story, yes. today is National Grouch Day. <laughs> so it's basically my birthday. Christian fucking garbage. Because I drink man. and I hate things <laughs> and I hate all of you. Oh, it really doesn't. Hey. Oh. Uh, Nat should. Astros just won their second game. Uh, Nat should be closing out the World Series today. We'll see. Um, I got food poisoning this this week. I was dying on on well, I guess it was Saturday, like three a.m. Projectile vomiting. There was a floppy pizza at Alamo Draft House I shouldn't have eaten. It was bad. I never want to do that again. My brother just texted me. Oh, wonderful, sweet dick, <laughs> sweet dick, Willie. <laughs> With the ridiculous fucking screen name for him. A young lady who's going to get into Twitch streaming. Uh-huh. I will be plugging her stream on this podcast. Okay, wonderful. I will not be streaming it with a fucking name he sent me. What an idiot. <laughs> and I'm telling him so right now. Oh, not, not over the air. No, 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 no. Well, tell me to vamp or something, man. Shit. Um, let's see. The NFL this week. I'm done with the NFL. Um, after watching the Cowboys lose to the Jets, I'm absolutely tapped out. Um, what about oh Monday Night Football was pretty good though the refs gave the game away Booker was very upset um, Booker McFarland yeah, Booger was not this is atrocious this uh, officiating is terrible that reminds me of some people and he was right I gotta throw to fuck Ray Island later um uh, the Lions had that game the Lions playing at Lambeau were going to go in there and still won and the officials called illegal hands to the face but a defensive lineman who had his hand on the offensive lineman's fucking shoulder pad. But they blew the call. The NFL came out today and said, Sorry. We're <laughs> wrong. Sorry. But that doesn't fucking put another win in the win column. Yeah. Kind of just makes you pissed off. Yeah. Even more, actually. Like, oh, my God. They admitted it. And we're fucking wrong. Oh, and then I was thinking about Geronimo Allison and how I almost saw him die on national TV. I had just gotten up and like did a little round in the garage, and then he catches the ball, and I was like, God damn it, Allison again, because I picked up Scandling, because I also picked up DD, and I didn't put him in the in the slot, and the the, 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 the 1 o'clock game started, so I had to go pick up another guy, drop another <laughs> guy, put him in. What are you <laughs> complaining for? Did you score like 120 points? Yeah, I won both games anyway. Okay. <laughs> like in our league, My I, quarterback got four points, Christian, I still won. Gardner Why are you starting Gardner Why not put Gardner in? There's all kinds of quarterbacks out there that are going to uh, score 12 points again. Whatever. Anyway, you I saw, wanted to put him in there for I the most. I saw Geronimo Allison almost die on uh, national TV. That that was that was scary for a minute. Um, hey, if I and then I had this random thought. So let's say 
you know, I have a future wife and a future kid, and uh, we decided we want to name it Ger- Geronimo, right? <laughs> Just bear with me. Hey. Just bear with me here. What do you think I would? Because I already wrote, I already wrote down what. I, I think I would do if I ever decided to do that, even though I'm not. But I was just like, what do you think a person of my color would have to do to get that without, like, cancel culture just raining down in the future we're in? Do you, do you think, like, people would be like, oh, my God, they named their kid Geronimo? They're just going to think you're the fucking, they're just going to think you're a fucking hippie. Like, black people don't have a fucking claim on Geronimo. No, but that's, the, the that's Apache kind of don't they? How many Apaches you know named Geronimo? I don't know any Apaches okay. that I know of. So who could be secret who's Apaches? Who's gonna cancel you? The three Apaches left in this country know. after I'm, we genocided I'm them? I'm just saying. <laughs> the way shit happens. Hey. Um Okay, let's a better example. A better now, let's To me like it's I'm, the same as naming your kid Apple. People are gonna say, Oh, you're fucking dumb, and then I move on with their day. Well, okay, let's say a famous couple, a famous white couple were to do it. Any difference? Like movie stars or something? No. What Gwyneth Paltrow named her kid Apple. People just <laughs> fucking said she was a stupid yeah, bitch uh, and then they moved on with their day. Look how you dumb bitch. You uh, stupid dumb bitch and then they moved on with their day. <laughs> All right. What do you got for us today, Christian? What's uh, going on in the world? Because I don't know. Obviously. So, remember I've been talking about this fucking cat that hangs around? Yeah, your goddamn cat. I have multiple stories about this cat and I don't know how many of them I can actually tell, but my wife told me instead of Kalen's corner, we're gonna have Heather's corner. We're having Heather's corner today. It's a special day. Oh, Boys Heather and told me that she had a dream because, like, the white cat, like we feed, we take care of. I don't know why. I don't know where this cat came from. If you're listening to this and you're missing a white cat, you can come get it. I don't give a fuck. Um, we feed that one, but there's a fucking black one. Like as black as the ace of spades that tries to sneak into our yard and gets left leftover food. My wife says she had a dream that the black cat and the white cat were talking. And the white cat was a blonde valley girl. And the black cat was Jerome from Family Guy. <laughs> Big and black with a deep ass voice. And the white cat was like, hey, just hang out. I'll sneak you some food after they go to sleep. And the black cat was like, no, baby, I want that food when you eat it. And I was like, Heather, I can't engage with you anymore. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't. I can't. That's too much. What's this. wrong with you? I can't talk to you about I, this. We're full. Of, we're grown ass adults. You're dreaming about cats having conversations. Which was Jerome on Family Guy, the black guy who took over the bar after the other guy after Horace died, the clam. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. The one who used to fuck Lois. <laughs> Everybody used to fuck. Lois. Right, Bill Clinton, that yeah, guy. Everybody. <laughs> Why you don't remember Jerome? You need to watch more Family Guy. I haven't you. watched enough Family Guy. It's been a long time. Oh, other cat story. I'm at work. My wife calls me. She's like, "Hey, the cat shit on the couch. It's not supposed to stay overnight and inside of our house." Uh, see, but apparently, see what she snuck her stupid ass in, and of all the places to shit in my house, picks the couch. I knew this would happen. Couch might be like the stinkiest place. Maybe that's why I pooped on the couch. The stinkiest place would be one of the kids' beds. <laughs> but shit in the. So kids now room. I gotta take. I gotta make a sweep I guess of the, the door house. Was shut to the kids. The kids' room. Gotta make it. 
Oh no, they're in that side one. Yeah, it's just a fucking curtain. Yeah, got to. I got to make sweeps of the house to make sure that sweeps. cracker ass cat is outside <laughs> when we go to sleep. Yep. Fuck that cat. He's gonna be hiding out, waiting for you guys, and you're gonna step on him in the morning. Yo, if I step on that cat, it's dead. It's not big. It's just fucking dead. Yeah, but you do like, you know, when you're about to step on something, you do like the half step, and you're like, oh, god damn it, like a Lego or whatever. No, I hear you. You know exactly. I'm old now, so I fucking fall and tumble now. (laughs) It's like, no, can't step on the baby. That's that's not old, that's drunk. Flip. No, man. Stumble and fall. It's not a stumble and fall. It's It's a fucking roll. Okay, all right. It's super agile <laughs> and mobile, Cat not hostile. Cat-like reflexes. I do have quick reflexes. You know this. All right, all right. Do you see this thing about the guys in the the Netherlands? What are they doing? It's not what they're doing. Um, Dutch police respond to like the. They went to this this house where they found like six people, including uh, these kids' dad, that had been locked away in this guy's basement for like nine plus years with zero um, communication with the outside world. They were like a dad and his children away? A dad and his children. And then they found, um, let me see, it was a 58-year-old guy. They didn't name him, but they're not sure if he's in connection. They found him like on the grounds or around the scene. They're not sure if he was part of it or not. But Yeah, but seize his ass anyway. Yeah, they, they're like, we're gonna grab him, put him in is. a bag, and we're going to ask him. We're going to poke him and stuff, and we're going to ask him some stuff. Uh yeah, it said the 25-year-old somehow escaped. He made it to a nearby pub and got help, and the cops showed up, and they released everybody, and they're uh, receiving health care. Nine um, years, you said? Nine years, man. Like, there's that philo- philo- uh, philosophy little learning learning lesson about the people in the cave with, like, the sun at the top. That's like, this is that, called that's, the allegory of the cave. Yeah, that's what that shit's like, man. That's fucking crazy. It's only like that if they were born into that. They... Yeah, presumably they weren't. But after nine years, like that's all. That how do you capture reality. that many people? It's seven people, right? Six. Or how seven. do you even? How do you capture that many people? I don't know. How do you buy that much food with only like a person or two live in your house? And it didn't sound like they were super malnourished or anything. Like they were kept alive by a How do you keep getting fed as a captive and not murder one of those? Imagine, families? imagine feeding six or seven people for nine years. And you're just working for that. <laughs> Willingly. No, I hear you. I'm already feeding five. It's a lot. Like I'm, I'm definitely buying canned goods. Nothing organic. Uh, I'm feeding five people and a cat. You, I'm not trying to get any more people to feed. <laughs> <laughs> but these people you get to keep in your basement and not talk to. I'm, that's got Why do you keep them if you're not talking to them? Well, I don't know. I guess you would be talking to what them. What would you keep them for? The only things I can think of are know. rape and torture. Yeah, if you're into torture. <laughs> you say that like, hey, you're probably in the rape, not torture. Jesus uh, Christ. I don't know, man. That's nuts. Fuck, man. Yeah, that's crazy. So we'll hear more as like, because that happened today. I am, I am invested in this. I need, I need uh, to know more. Oh, the sperm bank called me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they did. Um... They need like a five minute interview, and then you Easy. have to do a sample. Yeah, make right. sure you take your phone in there. But it, <laughs> take it a tablet, bro. <laughs> Poor tablet. No, but here's the thing that you can only come in. It's downtown, Ugh. and they want you to come in Monday through Friday, seven thirty to one. Ooh, like I got a job. Yeah, this would be like supplemental income that I could use. Yeah, 
Like, can I come by Saturday? I'm about to take two weeks off. So fuck you. All right, you do what you gotta <laughs> I'm do. not doing that. If I took two bank? weeks oh, off, there's no that. way I would come back to work. Oh my god! Actually, you would be hurting for money so bad you would probably want to. I've come back. taken two weeks off of work, but that was when I had a government job. Oh yeah. They don't oh care. my god! I did so many things <laughs> and laid down with so many other things. It was a good time. Yes. I did not want to go back to work. I'm sure you did. Got paid for all of that shit. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, buddy. You know, what? I had like uh, two weeks paid when I got fired from Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> And that was like, that was the best. That was just to make rent. Shit. Oh, shit. When I quit working the there, I got, I had like two more months of pay. Oh, that's awesome. Because when you work in a prison, you know, you have to work every holiday. There's no days off. Oh, yeah. So I was just true. working every single fucking holiday. I had to work Christmas. Oh, it's July 4th. My mom's like, that's oh, hey, family reunion, so and so. I'm like, nope, got to work. I picked Sorry. up a shift. I picked <laughs> up a shift. Uh, oh, you didn't try that one? The Saturday? What's that? You didn't tell Heather you, you picked up a shift on Saturday? <laughs> no, there's... First of all, she wouldn't believe that. Secondly... <laughs> I picked up a shift, I, uh, I don't... I do not go out there and see her family that much, so... Yeah, you... And also, you. when she said it, she didn't say it in a way to where I thought it was optional. Yeah. Now, later, she said that she... I'm not gonna pressure you to come. I just want you to come, which is basically saying your ass I, better be I want there. You to come means but I, want I was you to going be there. the whole time. I was going. Oh, I didn't even put any notes about going to my the family reunion for the my wife. Family reunion. It's your family reunion. This is like the first time that no awkward white person has tried to make conversation with me about racial matters. Oh, they're used to. We're you, making yeah. progress. Yay! Yes. Um. Now what, keep going. You should go. To what two next have year. I decided that I'm doing? Oh. I don't, you, he didn't. He didn't actually think about that. He already knew where he was going with this. Somebody. Made air quotes a brisket. Oh, I in have... in an oven. Yeah. So I'm just gonna bring one next year because it was garbage. <laughs> I didn't eat like any of... man. Like go to buy family reunion and then go to a white person's family reunion and try to eat their food is like torture. So I picked around the plate and then threw it out when I was looking. Um, I will. I so see. Pussy. I brought ribs to the last one and them shits got destroyed. Yeah. I'm just gonna make a brisket next time. Um. Because that shit was an abomination. I don't know who made it. I'm sure whoever made it doesn't listen to this. But if you do, if you want to learn how to make a brisket correctly, call me. Because you're terrible. Christian. You're fucking terrible. I love you. Bye. But you're terrible. Sorry, um, you had to eat that. Uh, what else happened? Did they all like, did, was it shredded? Uh, or was it sliced? It was sliced, but it it might as well have just been shredded and drowned in barbecue sauce. Cause That's it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Somebody made ham there and that they managed to not make good. I don't even know how you do that. <laughs> Ham's ready to go. You don't have to do anything. Ha- you know exactly. Hey, pro what, tip. Like you want to make a good ham and pull some of the salt out? You're going to do it in the oven? Fucking in your roasting, roasting pan? Pour Coca-Cola all over it. Pour I'm what? not kidding. Coke. Coke? Yeah, it pulls out. It pulls out a lot of that sodium. Mm. Gives it a little bit of sweetness. It's good. Mm. Okay. I've seen Coke, you know, you use it to clean your toilet. Rot your teeth, cleans your toilets, destroys your insides. Hey, you know what? That reminds me of something. I have a question for you. So the cigarette companies, they're not allowed. They they get berated on TV basically now. Like you see like uh, these commercials where the guy will show up and it's like they open it up and it's like the nastiest lungs or the nasty, like the fucking take the teeth out. Yep. Okay. 
how come they don't go after Pizza Hut and McDonald's like that? Or we should be. It should be near. Uh, how I mean, come, how come they don't have to have to say like, oh, this may ca- like overuse of this may cause malnutrition, diabetes, obesity, um, skin problems, cancer? Because uh, I just saw I just saw uh, the Rams guys. They were talking about pizza, and they're just like, oh yeah, I fucking love my breadsticks and my wings and my chocolate chip fucking cookie, whatever the hell. And then people get hooked on it. <clears throat> Just like you would a cigarette. Well, they, look at the way the country is with obesity and the healthcare system is trash. Ugh, trash. Like why? The, why is this not something that is is being done? The simplest answer is that the the junk food lobby has even more money than the tobacco lobby. That's the simplest answer. It's definitely bigger. Also, this is the country of the war on drugs. So one of them is. Actually, they're both a fucking drug, but only yeah, one has been classified as exactly. one. Exactly. So, I mean, that's that's what it is. Money shapes the policy in this country. Everybody, everybody should know that. But sometimes they like that to act like here. they don't. Yeah. That money and racism, actually, mostly money, a mostly little bit money. of racism. Like, remember when like crack cocaine was? You got way harsher sentences. Then if you just had regular cocaine, because black people were doing crack and white people were just snorting coke, so crack was automatically worse. Even is, though Reagan's the person who pumped that shit into the black community, isn't isn't crack way worse though? That's a good question. <laughs> I've seen cocaine bad, but crack bad's pretty bad. Also, you steered us clear of the fucking subject that I was bringing up. Is about did you engage? Don't engage me. I'm here to derail the show. It's National Grouch no. Day. Suck it, bitch! God damn it. Where are we going? Uh, Let's get back on track. Na- National cr- Crouch or no, Grouch? National Grouch Day. Yes! It's my day. Wait, I thought it was it Grouch? Grouch. Okay. Yeah. It's like a day built to to memorialize me. I'm not it's dead. Not. It's a day built to You're honor not the me. the best Grouch. You can't be. Why did you get that? If out? I was the best grouch, I'd be fired. So I'm not the best grouch. <laughs> but I still hate you, Crackers. All right. Let's see. Hey, did you think of any of, uh, like, what's a story from your early childhood that perfectly encapsulates? I saw this on Twitter, guys. How you are now. No story from my childhood perfectly encapsulates who I, who I am now or how I am now. I don't think it's perfect. That I can think of. But right. I got mad stories for you. In an example they gave, when I was three, my family was kicked out of the museum after I touched the Starry Night painting. Yes, the real one. That they was, should have been that was cook- the original kicked out. Thread. Um, tell you what, right. you get it started, and then I'll see if my stories right. stories are anywhere similar to yours. I uh, I'm probably just gonna tell most of them anyway. I once hey. uh, a babysitter took me to a corner store. Uh, it was called Sparky's in the Valley. And uh, she was like, we'll go get candy. And I was like, oh, cool. We'll go get some fucking candy. We got like, you know, a couple bucks to spend. This is like 1990 or 1989, early. Anyway, uh, so I'm getting my candy, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, I got this and this. And I'm like, oh, shit. But they have these also? You know, whatever they are. So I was like, the most logical place to put this candy is in my pocket. Right, mm-hmm. so I have stuffed my pockets full of candy, and then I grabbed a couple of things. And I was like, "Here you go, baby, series." But I picked out, and I totally forgot 
that I had candy in my pockets till I got home and I realized I'd stolen and I felt awful. Fucking terrible. You totally forgot, guys. <laughs> I totally forgot. How how old were you like four or five at that time? Yeah, I'm going Yeah, you probably I don't know ages. You probably did feel bad. Five to seven, I'm gonna go in that somewhere in that range. Dude, I don't remember shit from especially not eighty nine. I don't remember shit from the nineties either, I don't think. It was before we moved, so we moved when I was twelve. Uh, 1997, so. Fam, I feel like my, the story that I told you earlier is way more severe than this shit. <laughs> oh, I've got others. All right. Um, You've got a dark side. I've got... You're a grouch. What? You're just embracing the grouch. Check it out. Now we get to see where the, where the grouch where came the, from. Where the grouch came from. Yeah! I was a super, Bold super stressed little kid. Um. <laughs> hey, my parents were, in retrospect, way too goddamn serious about my grades in elementary school. Um, way too to the point where if I got a B on my report card, I was fucking bawling, thinking the world was ending. Um, I did not have very many friends. I went to a school in white suburbia with like five black people there, to the point where like. Anytime a black girl showed up, they're like, oh, hey, Christian, you like her. I was like, I don't know who she is. And in one case, I was like, that's my cousin. <laughs> um, so, you know, going through school, being a super stressed out little kid, I used to just stay awake and cry at night. Um, we started taking... You still I, do that. I st- day. Fuck no, I get drunk and pass out, <laughs> crazy ass. Oh, you learned to cope. Yes. Yay, therapy works. Yeah, there's some other people I can, <laughs> I can send that coping method to. Yeah. Don't do that shit, just fucking drink like the rest of us <laughs> um so we had uh texas standardized testing at, in my day back in my day Bro, it on. was the toss test i remember the toss texas test. assessment of academic skills we started taking it in the third grade in the third grade i took the test and i scored a perfect score on the math and the reading i got invited to all this dumb shit they put me in gifted and talented programs oh, wow. thereby adding to my stress in the fourth grade I took the test again. Perfect on the reading. Missed one question on the math. So I go talk to my dad about my score because I'm excited. And my dad says, hey, what's stopping you from getting a perfect score on both sections? <laughs> and in my, in my little kid mind, I'm thinking like, hey, screw you, father mucker. <laughs> um, but what's, I, what's stopping I, you? I don't remember what the fuck I answered. I'm sure it was some dumb shit. He shouldn't have said that shit. So... In early, early elementary school, I was so stressed out. My mom literally caught me crying and praying for death at my house. She was not happy. Wow. Did they dial it back a little bit after that? They did not dial it they back. They didn't dial it back. Well, They didn't dial it back until I was probably in high school. Here's what this did. I didn't, I didn't try in school after ninth grade. If you... Are that strict on your children that young there's a big chance they're gonna get burnt out and just quit caring because more than likely if you're that strict you know your kids smart right so I was smart enough to where I just didn't have to try in high school so I didn't because you made me try so fucking hard in elementary school to the point to where they want my oldest to be in the gifted and talented program right now in elementary school and we're just opting out of it one, because her teacher's terrible, and two, I know what that kind of stress does to somebody at that age. It's not required. Like, 
You think a college kid, you got all A's in the fourth grade? They don't give a fuck. No. They don't care. They only so look at high school. So ease up. Yeah. As far as I know. What the fuck? They look at high school and your fucking criminal <laughs> record. You don't got one. They only look at high school. And nowadays, they care more about extra currics. Yeah. Um, let's see. What was it? Third grade? Then third grade, I stuck a pencil in the uh, overhead projector fan, and I blew the bulb. Obligatory. No one, no one told on me. I couldn't believe they it. They all saw and didn't tell? They all saw and didn't you tell. You went to a school with people who didn't snitch? Mexico! <laughs> I got snitched on immediately. I, I usually did get snitched on, but for whatever reason, they they thought, I guess... I guess no one wanted overhead projection time. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I was the hero. That does encapsulate uh, you. That does. Uh, and then uh, I remember this. Uh, I was thinking this one time. We did some, This doesn't even encapsulate. Well, maybe it does. But uh, my friend Jeremy and I, we had lifted over the lawnmower. And we were fucking chunking G.I. Joes into the lawnmower. God damn it. <laughs> My dad would have oh, beat my, my ass until he was tired. He was like, get the fuck out. Oh, my dad was so mad, dude. He was kicking me in the ass, like, all the way in the backyard. Ugh. That's uh, that's child abuse, Justin. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Ah! When you're supposed to do something so stupid, you get his hand chopped off, you should beat the shit out of him. My dad did that to me one time. I was asleep. I beat the shit out of him. I was asleep. It was a weekend. I was still, I don't remember what grid I was in, but I was sleeping on the floor in the living room. And apparently he thought I was sleeping for too long. So instead of just yelling and waking me up, he kicked me in the back repeatedly until I woke up. <laughs> Ow! Yeah, I don't, I don't have fond memories of that guy. You don't guy. condone that. He's still alive. I just don't talk to him. Um, oh, did I, ever, did I ever told the bleeding story on here? The what? The bleeding story. I so, know. all right. I went into... I don't know if it was my room yet. I think my mom was still using it as an office. AKA room where we hoard junk. So I went into the closet of that room looking for something and I bent over and I felt a sharp pain on my head. Apparently there was a picture frame, a glass picture frame. It was broken. So when I bent down, I sliced my head on a shard of glass. Oh man. And as you know, head wounds bleed a lot. So I fucking cover up the wound with my hand and I walked to the top of the stairs. My parents were downstairs. I was like, hey, can I get a little help, please? And there's blood streaming all down my arm, just dripping down. And my dad says, Christian, don't bleed on the carpet. Yep. So yep. I went to the bathroom and continued to bleed until my mom got up there to tend to it. Uh, they then took me to the ER so I can get stitches. Uh, but yeah, that's just the kind of dad I had. He didn't. That was good. a nice carpet, man. It was a nice carpet. Doesn't matter. It was shitty carpet. That's what he knew to say. <laughs> they sent your mom up I feel like he should have known better things to say. <laughs> uh, so in light of this podcast, I did find one on Twitter that I really liked. Uh, so remember, we're doing uh, stories that perfectly encapsulate your childhood. So my favorite <coughs> says, when my elder brother was teething, my Nana advised mom, this is obviously a British person, yep. uh, to soak his dummy in whiskey to numb his pain, in quotations, it was the 60s, he went straight to sleep. Three years later, they did the same with me. I ran around the kitchen table for eight solid hours. <laughs> Love Naked? me some whiskey. <laughs> so those cool. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. What do you got for... Who's going to fuck around this week for you, Christian? 
Um, Jason Garrett. Yes, fuck him. He's on my list too. Actually, the whole, all of them, everybody involved. In the uh, Dan Quinn, the uh, the Falcons head coach. I mean, they lost on a uh, 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 from a missed extra point. But you were playing the Cardinals, Falcons. Yeah. It shouldn't have been that close. You're Matt Ryan. Person. You just let fucking what's his name? Kyle Murray. Kyler Murray. You let Kyler, Kyler Murray, Murray get right against your team. You just the week before that. Deshaun Watson put up fucking historic numbers on your defense. What did you do to fix it? Nothing. Nothing. And they held Julio to like 60 yards. The Texans. The Texans did that. He needs to go. How many games do they got to lose before he goes? How many games do the Cowboys have to lose before the ginger goes? Oh, God. It's, it's already, we're already on the wrong end of that. Three games in a row. Who else has lost three games in a row? Uh, the Rams. Um, the Dolphins have lost all the games in a row. The Rams have done something to fix that by trading for Jalen Ramsey. That's definitely going to help. Cannot hurt. The uh, Let's see. The Dolphins are losing on purpose, so that doesn't really count. Um, oh, who else did I have for fuck around? I had um, the Green Bay receivers for Monday night. Couldn't get the goddamn ball. Aaron Rodgers was so mad. Because every time he turned around, fucking receiver would drop the ball. He's just like... It was mad drops. Yeah. Fucking Will Fuller couldn't catch the ball. He went back yeah. to his rookie year again against the Chiefs. I know he did. But I got to give fucking Bill O'Brien credit, which I hate Billy to do. Billy Buster. But I'm doing it. Uh, he was fucking bold. His play calling was excellent. They yeah. they were down 17-3. to three, Kept their composure. Came back and won. Yeah. You got to give Carlos Hyde props. He was running like a man possessed. And that's because the Chiefs had him and traded him. They didn't want him. So he showed them why they should have kept him. Pinche Carlos. And he's on my fantasy team, so I appreciated that. Whoa. Whoa. I hope Will Fuller finds his hands again, especially against the Colts at Colts. Because, they, you know, the Texans are owned by T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, they usually lose. Fucking so so. T.Y. calls games against the Texans in Houston home games. He calls them? He calls. Oh, he, he calls them. Huh? Yeah, because yeah. he yeah, fucking yeah. owns the Texans so bad. Right. Mm, I kind of like it. Uh, Maybe somebody will take a cheap shot. At what? At T. Y. Hilton. Oh. Like, let's get him the fuck no, out. No, I don't need that because I think he's he's definitely on my team. Man, fuck your fantasy team, bro. Oh, I have the Cowboys defense. Oh, they scored a whole three points. I still won because my running backs went off. But my defense scored twenty eight points. What? The, yeah, yeah. Never, never drop. Never drop the Patriots. I'm picking them up immediately. No, I will carry two defenses. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope, no, no. Nope. They'll Their just be on the bench. Is really fucking good. This is one of the rare instances where it's okay to keep to to roster two defenses. Yeah. Like if you have an elite defense and they I'm have a bye I'm week, doing it with my kicker too. You keep them. I'm keeping my yeah, kicker. Yeah, I, I keep my kicker, too, because I have the best kicker, Justin Tucker. Oh, I have Carolinas. He's number one right now. Is he? Yeah, Fucking, uh, Jordan Sly. Or Tampa Bay's kicker was, like, top he's three up the there. Other yeah, he's up there. But I got Justin Tucker, so I don't care. Um, Jordan Sly. I'm super happy to have the uh, Prego Puncher back. The yes. man himself, Tyree yes. Kill. Two touchdowns in his return. Scored 20 points on a pitch count. Um, Fuck, he's so fast and so quick. To beat pregnant women and, <laughs> and so quick to file charge when someone throws a beer at him. I'm like, fam, uh, stop dude, it. Dude, you need to fucking stay out. Of yeah, the just, just relax. Buddy. Relax. I also picked up, I might have to rename my team. Two? To woman beaters, bro, because I picked up Kareem Hunt too. Oh, you scumbag. Yeah, I'm just going to hold on to him. All right. I'm, 
I'm not hoping that anything happens to Nick Chubb in week nine, but I'm kind of hoping. <laughs> no, not Nick Chubb. Fuck your team, bro. You I had the last pick. No, I just want my team to flourish. Flourish. Maybe we should look at some trades. Nah, no trades. Fuck you. You so much. I was going to say anyway, fuck them trades. <laughs> I didn't, you, since I won the league, you, you, you fuckers gave me the 10th pick, the last pick in the draft. I know that shit was deliberate. Two years no in a row? Hmm. What did you have last year? I had like the fourth pick because I had Le'Veon uh, Bell, who uh, didn't play a goddamn down, and I still won complain. the league. You won the league. I get. I'm not complaining. Sounded I'm like letting you know how complaining. amazing I am. Now I had the tenth round pick, and uh, I'm still going to win the league, even though my first round pick was out for four fucking weeks. Okay, bitches, mm-hmm. dirty cool. bitches. Cool. 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 Um, so what do you got? Let me see here. I don't remember what I wrote, so I'm just gonna read it. Oh. Senior Citizen Fight Club is what I wrote. This sounds so familiar to Headline. Me. North Carolina assisted living facility workers cool. accused of running Dementia Resident Fight Club. Cool. Apparently, <laughs> these three bitches had 70-plus-year-olds fighting <laughs> for their amusement while they filmed it. That's God funny. damn it. Um, Marilyn McKee, Tanisha Tyson, and Tanisha Jordan uh-huh. were each charged with assaulting disabled persons. <laughs> Winston-Salem they sa- they Police <laughs> announced their arrest Friday following an investigation into a June complaint of elder abuse, abuse at the facility. I'm not okay. going to go... Bing, bing. Much more can into they, it. Can they even hear the bell when they? When then they hit it? bitches need to go to jail. Sure. You, if they had a bell and they ring it, people would know. One would just fucking forget that the bell rang and uh, go back to knitting. You just you get in the middle of the ring. You're like, what was I doing? And they get punched in the face. Were they doing it women or men mixed? Was it co-ed? It does not go into that much detail, bro. Oh, I gotta know, man. I, I wanna, don't. I want to know if they had women fighting, men fighting. I don't think they went into that much detail. Were they um, charging people money to watch this? Because oh, they were definitely selling them videos. Yeah. Hey, what kind of asshole pays money for watch for videos people. of elder abuse? I feel like a better call Saul. Character. It's the same to me. It's the same <laughs> as paying for child porn. You are paying for something in which the participants are harmed. But don't know what they're doing. Uh, you're a scum. Well, you're assuming that these seventy year olds didn't enjoy it. I mean, there could have been like some They're dementia patients. Oh, right, right, right. You did say dementia patients. Can you please stop trying to Hey <laughs> Everybody have a drink at hey. Justin's dumbassness. Hey, it's not dumbassness. What what is it then? Insensitivity? Now you said dementia. Okay, so we're so everybody I'm have just... a drink at Justin's forgetfulness. Thank you. But he's also a scumbag, so have a drink about that too. Hey, what All right. a dick. Hey, okay, let's do a quick McAfee tweet of the week. McAfee tweet of the week. McAfee says, "I have no opinion of Middle East problems, trade with China, etc. I know nothing about them. My only information is in those matters comes from the media." That thing which we have been blindly convinced is an avenue of light, but which in truth is 
a growing veil of darkness. <laughs> hey. McAfee tweet of the week. Hey, what the fuck is he talking about? He, he's just being weird and talking about the media, and he doesn't trust him. And you really shouldn't, for the most part. You should research everything that gets told to you. Let you hear and see. Um, All right. Should I should I go to black people behaving badly or? White police behaving badly. Which uh, one? We've done a lot. I'm going to do both. <laughs> Just which one first? Let's go black people first. You would say that. I mean, we, always, we always have a, a white people behaving badly story, or at least with the cops there usually is. No. All right. I need you to vamp because the shit went away somehow. Ah, Christian's phone sucks. I have. Photos of hey, remember last week when I we, or a couple weeks ago when we were talking about hyperhidrosis. Yes. Somebody. Sweaty hands. Sweaty hands. S- sweaty hands. What are they feeding you? <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, buddy of mine from high school, Micah, a.k.a. We'll call him Mr. Mr. Ask Accident because I always see him like with a cast on his hand or his foot. Guy's very active. Anyway, he says, good morning, you drunk bastards. I listened to y'all's excuse for a podcast last night for the first time. It Holy was shit. perfect for listening to while running on the treadmill. Because the pain of listening to y'all's voices distracted me from the dull monotony of running for an hour. The pain? And going nowhere. The bit on hyperhidrosis reminded me of something that I haven't thought of in years. One of my younger cousins had it when they were in junior high. It didn't really seem like y'all understood how awful the condition is. Shaking his excuse me, shaking his hand... Felt like he'd just pulled his hand out of a bucket of water. His socks were always soaked. And who doesn't hate wet socks? (laughs) Why are you handling somebody else's wet socks? I don't know. Frankly, it was disgusting to everyone else and incredibly embarrassing to him. I don't know if he ended up having the surgery, but he is no longer afflicted by the condition. (laughs) Afflicted. Guess I'll have to ask at a future family gathering. In all seriousness, though, the podcast is quite entertaining, and I look forward to listening in on future ones. Let me know if y'all ever need a guest host. I'll even bring the beer. Aye! Oh! That, is that the guest host you promised? Amazing. It's not. You're the best podcast it's host just, ever. It will be at one point. I'd love to have him on the show. Postscript. Justin's putty commercial just sounded like it was narrati- narrated by Patrick Warburton. Which is putty. Hey, that's right. Thanks, Micah. He's also Brock from the Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah, Brock from Venture Brothers. Um, oh, I guess. Hey, Peter. He's also Joe from Family Guy. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't have anything else today. Fuck. Except a rip. I forgot As you told did. me that you wanted to hear about black people misconduct first. Oh uh, yeah, um, you lost your stuff. Yeah, and then I was like, and then I went through my browser. and I was like, oh, I gotta find this cop behaving badly. So I, I totally did the wrong thing. However, good, good, I don't good, need this good. shit to talk about it. Your bro, Cuba Gooding Jr., is into some nasty stuff. I saw the tagline, but I did not click. I'm on. I try to be a non-clicker. He is. He's now facing four charges. One for. Um, was it like forcible groping and then two for sexual misconduct? Um, there are two different women that I guess would be the plaintiffs in this case. Um, he apparently he reached his hand into a woman's blouse, grabbed her bare titty, 
and then said, I want you to sit on my face and pee on me. I've <clears> never <throat> tried that. Um, I don't think it would work well. doesn't seem like a super effective pickup line. It also sounds... Nah. But... <laughs> When you're rich and famous, that let you do it. Just walk up to him and grab him by the pussy. Who said that? Oh, it was our president, the president <laughs> of the fucking United States. Uh, uh, I mean, can we really blame Cuba? The for, president said it was okay. For a titty? If you have money and you're famous, you could just sexually assault women I, I don't and think, teenage girls. I don't think that's how it works, but it seems oh. to be happening, or at least people are getting at least people are getting in trouble for my, it. My bad. That's what the president told me, and everything he says is right, right? Mm, I think that's false. Oh, oh, it's false? Okay, cool. Yeah. If like I said, everything you hear <laughs> needs to be researched. Everything you see, you should research. Don't take anything for granted. All right. Especially the fucking president. <laughs> oh, fucking especially. Hey, ask the Kurds about how they feel about what the president says and how he follows through with his words. As they're being literally fucking genocided. Because even though they helped us fight ISIS, we abandoned them to get genocided by Turkey. Um, wait, this is not a political podcast. Um, even though many people have resigned from this fucking administration for Donald Trump's fuckery. We're going to go into whether or not you should call the police for a wellness check on black people. A wellness check? Yes. What is that? So, say you have a glass. Who gives a shit about glass? Not the cops. No, I'll tell you why. Now, say you have a neighbor. You and this neighbor are cordial. You are used to seeing this person at set times of the day throughout the week. Yes. A week. You know their routine. A week has passed. Yep. You haven't seen this person. Yep. All of a sudden, you see a door or two to their house are ajar. That means open. For you idiots. Ajar. We yeah. love you though. Come on. It's in their car. So a so, so this concerned, well meaning neighbor called the non emergency number and asked for a wellness shit. Okay. They sent a fucking cop to the house. A cop sees that the front door is open. Instead of entering the house, he decides to go around the house. And survey the outside of the house. Must see if there's any uh, breaking in or Correct. He sees a window. It's closed and not damaged. But he sees a figure moving in the window. Mm-hmm. He then says, put your hands up. And then within four seconds, shoots that figure moving in the window and murders an innocent black woman who was at that house to care for her ailing mother. He didn't verify his target. He didn't verify that there was any threat. He shot from the outside of the house, inside of the house, to somebody who lives in the fucking house. So, I've got questions and I've got statements. Question. Where is it that black people can be safe? We cannot sit on our couch in our apartment without getting murdered by white bitch cops. We cannot care for our ailing mother or play with our nephews without getting shot from the outside of the fucking house by cops. Where can we be safe? Where? When you come up with the answer, please write the show. Um, That police officer 
was thankfully charged with murder, put I in jail. See, oh yeah, I did see that. And he somehow got bail the same fucking night and got out. I'm not saying we've ever been to jail before, but what have you known for a magistrate to just show up at 10 p.m. and be like, oh yeah, you can have bail. Get out. It's not often. That didn't really happen to regular didn't, citizens. Didn't the white girl get out pretty early, too? Didn't she make bail? They didn't arrest her at first. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure when they did arrest her, they made sure that all the bail was set up. Um, Now, I'm not done. Wow. First, I was... Do I wish not, you would have talked about the McDonald's thing as much as you went on this. Do not call the rant. police for welfare checks for black folks. I'm not done. Do not call the police for welfare checks for white folks. Because the cops will show up to the house and then take them to the fucking jail for unpaid parking tickets. They are not your friends. Police are not your friends. They are there to build revenue for their municipality, for the their state. town, county, or state. They're not your friends. Their, their motto is to protect and serve. If you speak to any fucking attorney or any seasoned cop who loves you, they're going to tell you, don't talk to cops. So what kind of protector do we have when the best advice we're given is don't speak to them. They are not protectors. They are not on your side. They literally have no legal obligation to protect you. Yeah, we've gone over this in the show. We have. I'm reiterating it because, believe it or not, we got some first-time listeners. And we probably have some last-time listeners as well. You would admit there are some good cops out there. We don't have enough show left for me to get into this. That was way too long. Just say yes and we'll move on. <laughs> no, you just want the answer that you want so we can move on. There are cops that are good people. Yeah. But the entire institution of police as it's currently in its current form, it's impossible to be a good cop. You can be a good person. It's impossible to be a good cop because there are constantly laws that are unjust that they are forced to enforce. So you can be a great cop, great person. Oh, you just picked up this 15-year-old because he had a fucking gram of weed. Didn't hurt anybody, but you took him to jail anyway and fucked his life up and cost his family thousands of dollars. You're not a bad person. You didn't rough that kid up. You just put him in so cuffs it's and good took him to jail. people in a bad system. Correct. Yeah. Which means you can't be a good cop. There is no such thing. You can be a good person in a bad system. But you're still a part of that bad system. You're still a cog and a machine of fuckery. Okay. So, I'm not sending cops to Fuckery Island. I'm sending the entire justice system as it's currently formed to Fuckery Island. I'm sending Donald Trump back to Fuckery Island. I don't think he's been, been out. I think oh, he's we, been we didn't let him out? Yeah, we took Well, I'm prolonging his sentence. He got some golf clubs sent to the island, but we took them. We confiscated them. I'm glad you confiscated them. I, I, oh, I'm oh sure shit. What about his spray tan? Oh, did no, we, get, no did we catch tan. that? No spray tan. All right. Oh, damn. He's looking He's out there trying fuck. to get natural tan. Uh, his two pay replacements? Nope. No, we shipped those off. We caught them shit and we resold them. To, them. to the, the, the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Y'all have to eat Donald. Yeah, the anti-vaxxers, the anti-vaxxers live in fucker hell, and they're never getting off. <sighs> All right, let's do a rip and get the fuck out of here. This week, George Chambers, bass player for the pioneering psychedelic soul rock band, he was 88. Sam Bobrick was a writer best known for creating the popular sitcom Saved by the Bell. He was 87. Rip. Su Lee was a South Korean K-pop singer and actress who was a member of the girl group FX before her recent solo debut. She died in her home 
in South Korea in South Korea of suspected suicide at the age of 25. We're all going to miss Robert Forrester. He was known for his performances in Jackie Brown, Mulholland Drive, Breaking Bad, and Twin Peaks. He was 78. Uh, that movie just came out. Did you watch El Camino? No. Okay. I did. It was cool. I, I don't understand why, what the reason was for making it besides a cash grab. Well, there wasn't there wasn't really a reason for Joker either, and that was fucking awesome. People people have forever wanted to know about the origin story of Joker. Yeah. Nobody cares about Jesse fucking Pinkman. <laughs> like, if is Walt White in the Pinch. movie? Spoilers. Is it a Spoiler. If Walt White's not in El Camino, I'm never watching it. Walter White is in El Camino. He's probably has like a five minute cameo, which it's, is probably not enough for me to watch. It's like it. a yeah, it's like a five minute cameo. Yeah. It's, it's a uh, but it's like all dialogue driven. It's a it's a flashback. Walt White Joker di- was awesome. Go see it. Walt White's dialogue is why we watch Walt White. Francis Curry uh, was one of the last living World War II veterans who received the prestigious Medal of Honor awarded to him for his Rip. valor during. The Battle of the Bulge. He was 90 fucking four. Rip. Rip. To a hero. Here's a sip. Remember when we went to wars for actual reasons? Yeah. That weren't just money? Dictators and let's see, what was I gonna Okay. We're gonna do this 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 toast, man. Santillari, Santillari, fill the puta que no le sabe. Fill the puta. So that is Spanish. Um First part is reference to the Catalonian saint and martyr Jaime Hilario Barbel, and the second basically translates to whoever doesn't finish their glass is a bastard or son of a whore. And you did hear puta in there. That's a rough translation. Mm, Not a factual podcast. Well, Christian, we're about done here today, and I think we're going to go drink some more in my garage. Well, Justin, that sounds exactly like what the doctor ordered. Wonderful. Let's go drink some more booze in your garage. It was great having you on the show, Christian. We love you, listeners. This is Christian A. Amy, Amy. signing out. Amy.